Who's drinking? <laughs> Welcome to Spirits and Booze. Clothes will stay on. Thank God for that. Uh, There's like um, a mythologic theory and then there's the scientific theory. And this uh, is a mind blower to me. That gave me chill. Probably one of the most well-known, well-documented cases. It scared the hell out of me as I was a kid. But now once you start to read it, you're getting a little more interested, right? Not really, but okay. <laughs> Welcome to Spirit and Booze, and tonight's uh, gruesome topic, (laughs) because why not? We want to talk about murder at Christmas. I don't know about y'all, but when it comes to family gatherings at Christmas, I get suicidal or murderous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we are going to talk about murders at Christmas time, because nothing says ho, ho, ho like an axe, right? Um, Also, our disclaimer again. Just so you know, this this show does involve alcohol, cursing, sexual innuendos. There we go. There we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had to think for a minute. Um, and cussing, yes. a lot of it. So yep. if you're easily offended, we don't care. Just but just so you know, just, just so you know, it's there. So it's almost Christmas, y'all. It is. I mm. have done nothing. I don't even have my tree. Uh, <laughs> We're fully decorated. I have went total into Wonderland. I I'm not decorated. I I haven't done anything. Kids came over to the house yesterday, and Katie looks around. And she goes, "Mom, you finally have the house you've been decorating for for years." No, actually, that's look awesome. like. It fit the house instead of just... Well, I, hopefully I'll get to get my tree out in the next day or two since, you know, we moved a bunch of stuff today. Yeah. So, which is why my hair looks like this, because I did not do my hair today. Where I'm wearing a ball cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were moving stuff, <laughs> trying to get it over to the new location for the museum, which hopefully will open in March. Mm-hmm. Audio. Sorry. I just cracked my knuckle. Um, I hope that's so, yeah. We're, I'm exhausted. I know he's exhausted lifting and carrying stuff all day, but we're still going to talk about death. Why not? So who wants to go first? Anybody in particular? I can go first. I think we should make Carmen go first. Because Carmen don't have nothing. (laughs) She didn't do it. (laughs) I love you. Carmen's had a week. I I love you flipping off. Is that what that is? Okay. Carmen's it's had a week. been a few days, okay? Uh, just pure madness. I know the feeling. I've had one kid in the ER and then my mom in the ER last night, so it's been nuts for us, too. It's been so crazy. So, really, I have no excuse. I did mine. At, I, That's I, what you're telling me. I did mine at work. I cheated. I have, you know, I was at work and I have the ability to sit there and literally play on my I computer. I had a sick child. My car stopped. My phone Sleep. stopped. What else happened? I can't remember now. Is this now. still Mercury retrograde? Yes. A few things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either that or, or, or it's coming. Okay. Sometime was, around was, the middle of December. Supposed to have been the end. Yeah. The end of the year. We had another, another one. one was going to start. And I can't remember which one. Yeah. I looked mine up at work the other night too. Because I ended up calling in twice this week. Because. I did my Monday. After last Sunday. I know. Well, that's, yeah, I think that's when I had. Here's the overachiever of the bunch. <laughs> I think I did mine Sunday night. I had it all pulled up. And I printed it off today. But I, I have gone through. So, anywho, so well, go ahead. I'm going to start off with the Lawson go. family. Mr. Charles Lawson decided he wanted to um, murder his whole entire family on the Christmas morning. 
Why not? Right? That's a present. Yeah. Right? Um, him and his son. Pretty morbid. They woke him up too freaking early to open the presents. <laughs> they, well, that's the problem. They didn't open presents. They went hunting. Hunting on Christmas They morning? went hunting. And they ran out of ammo. I so he says. sent the oldest son to go get more ammo. While the oldest son went to go get ammo in town, he decided he was going to go in and shoot up his family. I thought he was out of ammo. I, thank you. I was about to go there. <laughs> exactly. But he had just enough for his whole entire family. That's insane. Like, why did he do it? So he was shooting blanks. Uh, no, because they had quite a bit of children. Um, there was, what, Seven of them? Good God. That's a lot. Yeah. I can only deal with two. It was in 1929 right. when this happened. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Um, the mother was up making bread. And they went hunting. The, the oldest son and the dad went hunting. And Marie, which come to find out, was pregnated by her father. The guy Wait, with the gun. Was that one of the daughters? Yeah. So it was one of the daughters, the oldest oh. daughter. There's another story that happened the same kind of way, but yeah. yeah. So he sent the son to the town to get more ammo, which he didn't need because he ended up hiding by the barn when the son left, and then he kicked down the front door. Shot the oldest daughter that was pregnant and then shot the mother and the remainder of the children. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But the the oldest daughter that was pregnant, he shot her. She didn't. She just slumped over it. So he blatantly beat the crap out of her with the end of the gun. Oh, just to make sure. Just to make sure. Yeah, now you got to think this was crazy. right at the beginning of you know the depression the era. Depression, yes. Yeah. So I mean, was that part of his reasoning? I mean, other than the fact that he was just really screwed in the head anyway, because the youngest right. any reasoning the to kill children, you know? the children was four months old. So holy cow! And he killed the four months. Did the killed the four months? Did the daughter already have a child? No, no. She was pregnant. She was just pregnant. Yeah. Okay. And with it, okay. Basically, How was his. Kill a four month old and go. He on. did. Two-year-old, a four-year-old, and a four-month-old. How could you do that? Where was this at? Sick, nasty, disturbed people that just need to die. I don't remember where it said it was from. Just get a divorce, for God's sakes. Disappear. But yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, it'd be a hell of a lot easier back there than to disappear. I don't remember where. No, heck yeah. Just go away. Don't kill everybody. Yeah. I mean, So did you kill the oldest son, too, when he No, he had... He had found all of this because he had killed himself after he did everything else. Oh, so, so why didn't he kill so the older son? Because he was in oh. town. But he why did he town. send him to town? Because he was a son. <laughs> so so send him to town to get thing. more you ammo because you he can't didn't kill want your to... oldest son. It's, you know, it's but you can kill your seed. You got to keep your line going. <laughs> yeah, but you can kill the rest of your. That's just insane. It's a man thing. Yes, the son thing. God, that poor boy. Yeah. The strange stories that have premonitions and curses of the ghosts were 
generated in areas of around after the author Arthur had died, which is the the dad. The, the dad. Mm-hmm. In the early 30s. Man, I bet that... Is the house still standing? Not that I'm aware of. It didn't say that it was. I was wondering how that would compare to Liska. But they were all buried together. But I'm enjoying one with you all from Jayla. Jayla. Yeah, you need to get your butt here. It's been a month. Could you please stop traveling? I'm having having some issues with the amount of traveling you're doing. I'm not going to do that. We miss you. We're jealous. Don't know where we're putting another chair. What are you drinking? Right there. Get your booty in here. We can cram our tech guy in the corner. We miss you. Here. We miss you. Come but back. But that's all I got. Just come back. Now I'm going to have to figure out where it was. Yeah. God, you just leave us with so many questions. Well, ain't that what we needed so we can have ant questions? But how are you going to answer them if they you don't know? Google it the same as I did. <laughs> There's a lot of Google things out there, but. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll let you go, Amy. Okay. Well, mine. It's not any better. <laughs> um, <clears throat> actually, it might it might be better. I don't know. But as far as the whole not knowing what happened, there is a whole lot of that in this one. So I am going to talk about the Sodder family. It was in North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina? Mm-hmm. What part of North Carolina? What is it with the Appalachian states? Because mine is in West Germanton? Virginia. Ger- it is it is an Appalachian. Um Germanton. Huh. And yeah, I I watched I watched that documentary on that one too, and that was a little, little screwy there. Yeah, I mean, like we're going to get into World War Two. We're going to get into the Axis powers. I mean, it's because the son that didn't get killed, he got hit by a truck. When? In the thirties. Like, oh, in his thirties. Okay. I'm like, how? What, so so he had twenty. He had like a decade and a half of hell, and then he got killed. Mm-hmm. Or he self suicide. They walked in front of a truck. Because that actually, I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of people that get hit by semis today, mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. It's assisted suicide. Yeah. So, I mean, when I, one of my patients had, um, his father was highway patrolman, and that's what happened up here on the I-40 a few months back. Well, that's almost yeah. a year ago, maybe. Not mm-hmm. quite a year. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. He walked out in front of a semi, and when it hit him, it literally bent his whole body backwards. Mm. Ouch. And it was, oh, I hit the mic, sorry. Uh, and it was considered a... Suicide. A suicide. He just went out there and stood in front a of the truck. driver. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Mm. Anyway, on with the Sauter. Okay, Sauter family. So, uh, it was, their names were George and Jenny. Uh, they were both Italian immigrants. George came to America when he was 13 from Sardinia. Him and his brother got on the ship, came over. His brother, like, dropped him off, said, have a great life, turned around, got back on the ship, and went back to Italy. Holy left, cow. Left the 13-year-old. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. You know I some of you have had 13-year-olds that you wish you could have done I too, didn't know that was an option. Um, <laughs> it was like, drop, kick him off the boat, See and I'm going back. <laughs> didn't realize that was an option. Holy cow. So, this poor kid... Luckily, he was super intelligent. He got a job with um, with the railroad in Pennsylvania, worked there for a while, um, and then moved to Smithers, West Virginia, and then got work as a driver, like a um, short haul driver. Um, eventually made enough money, he was able to start his own trucking company. And so that's what he did. He hauled freight, coal, 
and then dirt for construction. As I say, it's probably a coal, a mm-hmm. coal miner. He actually later on in his life ended up owning several coal mines, but there was an accident in one of them, and he could not deal with the death of his workers. Which coal mine which do you know? Off the, I don't know. I wonder I if it was find. the Alamante. That's where my grandfather worked, West Virginia. I, I couldn't find out, Paul. but he was, yeah, he was so <laughs> torn up, and you guys will see why um, when we go through this, but he was so torn up about the deaths that he immediately sold all the gold mines and went back to trekking. The coals? The gold. But gold coal, coal. coal mines. Yeah. So he married um, Jenny Cipriani. She immigrated from Italy when she was three. Um, They seemed very happy together. They had 10 children between 1923 and 1943. Um, They settled in Fayetteville, West Virginia. This was a small Appalachian town, but it had a lot of, it was a center of Italian immigration. So there's a lot of Italians there. Um, their children, and I will put on here, survived or missing, because you'll see why in a minute. So John was 23. He survived. He was there the night of the fire. Um, Twenty. Uh, Joe was 21. He was serving in the military in World War II, because this happened in 19... 19- it was in World War II. It had been the 40s. It was in the middle of World War II, so I want to say... 45 45, but I'm, I'm not... Compl- I think it was 40. Yes, it was 45, because their youngest was two. Um, he was serving in the military. He wasn't home. Uh, Marion, which is their oldest daughter of 17. She survived. George Jr. was 16. He survived. Uh, him and his brother Maurice survived by running through fire to get out of the house. Um, Martha, I'm sorry. Maurice was missing 14. He, he was missing. Martha 12 was missing. Louis nine was missing. Jenny eight was missing. And Betty, five, was missing. And then the youngest, Sylvia, was two, and she survived because she was still sleeping in her parents' bedroom. Wow. So when they got out, they took her with them. So also in the midst of this, and I want to mention it now because, um, just get it out of the way, um, George did not like Mussolini. He hated Mussolini as a ruler. And apparently, so Mussolini started out socialist, and then gradually changed over to communism. He started making alliances with uh, some of the communist leaders on adjacent to Russia, uh, the Soviet Union. And the immigrant community in America was apparently very fractured by this. Some of them, you either loved them or you hated them. He was bringing about a bunch of uh, nationalism as part of his rhetoric And so George did not like him at all. And you'll see later, we're going to talk about some threats he was, he received because of his lack of support for Mussolini. I was totally fighting there as you go, rhetoric, rhetoric, rhetoric. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) amok, 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 (laughs) amok. Okay, go on. So Christmas Eve, 1945. Um, Nine of the 10 children went to sleep, they thought. I'll come back to that. Um, Around 1 a.m., a fire broke out. Uh, George, Jenny, and four of the kids escaped. Um, And then once he got outside, George noticed that five of his children were still missing. They assumed that they were in their rooms asleep. Jenny had apparently gotten up at midnight and had noticed that all the downstairs lights were still on. All the Christmas lights were still on. That's going to be important in a minute. Um, And she went down there. The door was still open. 
she assumed that all the kids were in bed. Mm -hmm. And so she turned all the lights out, locked the front door, went back to bed. A little bit later, as she's dozing off, she says she heard something hit the roof and then make a rolling noise. I wish. Santa. Santa, Santa had a drink Santa. and had a little It will fall. not be Santa. I can guarantee that. And she didn't think anything of it. And she finally went to sleep. About 20 minutes later, she was awoken again with the fire smoke billowing into the room. Woke them up. Was it Krampus? I wish. <laughs> um, so they're outside. He's counting kids. You know, there's five missing. So he... Figures that they're in the second floor bedrooms. So he goes around. He keeps a ladder next to the house. And from what I gathered, he kept it next to the house for this purpose in case he ever had to get the kids out from the second floor. So he couldn't find the ladder. It was missing. It had been there Christmas Eve morning. He had seen it there. It was now no longer there. So then he thought, well, I'll go get one of my trucks. He had two of his trucks at the house he was going to pull them over underneath the window going climb on top of the truck and going through the window neither of the trucks would work they had used them on christmas eve parked them and now they couldn't get either one of them to start so basically by this time the fire had consumed they couldn't go into the bottom floor because the entire staircase had been consumed and there was no way to get to the second floor of the house so they had to stand there and watch this house burn down their neighbor or their oldest daughter tried to, before she left the house, when the fire was just starting, tried to call the fire department. The call wouldn't go through. The line was dead. Mm-hmm. So um, they couldn't get through the fire department. Finally, a neighbor got in a car and drove to the fire chief's house, told him what was going on. The fire chief said, OK, go back. See if you can help. I'll try to round everybody up. The fire department did not get there until 8 a.m. <laughs> That's insane. Seven hours later. And the excuse was, well, we just had to call everybody. Like, you know, I call the first guy. That guy calls the next guy. That guy calls the next guy. And it took us seven hours to get everybody there. So. Um, they wanted the fire truck lighters. Like, that was <laughs> yeah. suspicious. I mean, this is 45. So there are actually cars, cars. And telephones. And, and telephones and all kinds of stuff. So. Uh. They were screaming the kids' names. No one ever appeared at the windows. So in the aftermath, um, you know, George and Jenny assumed the five children died. They, the next day they came back and uh, started searching through the debris. I mean, this must have been just horrible. Everything collapsed down into the basement. So they were pulling everything out of the pit, trying to find the remains. Oh, God. And um, they found no trace of human remains. Now, the chief Morris, that was the fire chief, said that he hypothesized that the fire had been burning hot enough to completely incinerate everything. However, later, uh, Jenny goes and actually talks to a coroner Mm -hmm. um, and finds out that even when you cream when you're cremated, that's two thousand degrees for two hours, and there are still bone left over. Yeah, there's still this bone. This house right. burned as a normal house fire burned for forty five minutes. Yeah, there's yeah. no way that that didn't yeah happen. no. So they were kidnapped. They yeah. So 
The local coroner calls for a um, inquest the next day. They rule the fire accidental and say it was caused by a wiring issue. Now, remember, I talked about the Christmas lights, mm-hmm. right? They claimed that the fire started where the Christmas lights were plugged in in the basement. But yet they were evacuating the fire and the Christmas lights were still on. So if the fire started Mm -hmm. at the Christmas lights, there's no way they could have been on. No way. I think someone in the fire department had something to do with it. Well, did one of their ladders look suspicious? (laughs) You know, because the daughter went to turn the lights off. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, let me get back to work. There is one member of the inquest committee that I'll talk about in just a second. So, while the family is trying to process all this, they start thinking about, you know, the period, time period leading up to the fire because several really weird things had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, two months earlier, a stranger had appeared at the home. Asking about hauling work, because he went, supposedly wanted to work for the guy. He, as he was talking to him, he kind of meandered around to the back of the house where there were two fuse boxes. And he said, that's going to cause a fire someday. You need to get that checked out. Which George thought was weird because he had just had a guy from the electrical company come out and okay the electrical setup because they just had a bunch of it redone. Right. So there was... According to the electrical company, nothing wrong with the fuse boxes. Around the same time, another man came in and tried to sell him life insurance. And he, when he kept declining and saying, no, I don't want it, the man became angry and said, and this is supposed to quote, your goddamn house is going up in smoke and your children are going to be destroyed. You are going to pay for the dirty remarks you've been saying about Mussolini. The setup. Every article I read said that this was like very weird, out of the blue comment. Like, mm-hmm. so this guy ended up on the inquest committee. What? Oh, that's on insane. The West yes, corruption. And uh, the salesman's name. I love this. I love this name. Florenzo Genutolo. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> Genutolo. Genutolo. He was also a beneficiary of the home insurance because he had co-signed on the loan, on the mortgage for the house, for him. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. the older Sauter sons that survived remembered seeing a man just before Christmas that kept parking across the street and watching the Sauter kids walk home from school. Mm-hmm. They, by the time, anytime anyone would go over to try to talk to him, he'd take off. Um... So that night, around 1230, the children had open presents and then everyone went to sleep. The phone rang and Jenny answered and there was an unfamiliar voice. Hold on, I'm sliding again. <laughs> there was an unfamiliar I'm voice. Trouble. Hold on, I'm sliding again. Sorry. <laughs> That's what she said. And at first they thought that this call was had to do with it, like they were seeing if they were home or something. But later they found out the call was just, it actually was a wrong number. The poor woman who made the call. <laughs> Police descend on her. Oops. Um, uh, and that's when she noticed that after the call woke her up is when she woke her up is when she noticed that all the lights and everything were still on. Um, and so and that's also when she heard the sound. Um, a bus driver claimed to see people during one of his regular routes throwing what looked like fireballs 
onto the roof of the house as he was making his rounds. But he couldn't say anything until he got back to the station and he finished his route. How long? So by that time, the house was gone. I would say, how late of a bus. route was this? I would have stopped the bus. I don't know. Like, I found hey, this. Your I, house is about to go down in yeah, flames. Right? I found this in Shit, two articles. The they never... They never named the guy, so I'm not exactly sure. It's an accessory to murder. Good that is, but I found it in Medium, <clears throat> the in magazine large. Medium, and uh, a website called Thought Catalog. So I actually, I actually put the sources on that because I was like, mm. um, so Jeannie just could not understand how there could be nothing left of her kids. So, and I love this part. Bless her heart. She decided to do experiments. So she got chickens, uh, cattle bones, and pork bones, and burned them. I thought you were set about to them say on fire. You, she got like live animals, and was like, I, "All right, I'm going to set you on fire." No, they were all parts of animals, and so she burned them. She kept notes, and she noticed that she could not get the fire hot enough for the bones to go. So, and that's when she spoke with the employee at a crematorium, who told her, "No, there, there's no way." Um, the, the day after the, the day of the fire later that afternoon, a telephone repairman came out cause they had said, you know, they had been told like our phone didn't work mm-hmm. and the wires were 14 feet above the ground and they had been cut hmm. and right behind where the telephone pole was, was a ditch. And guess what was laying in the ditch? What? The ladder. The children? The ladder. Oh. I'm like, oh my God. The ladder? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> the ladder. So that's where the ladder had been taken. And they had just thrown it to the side, presumably so he wouldn't be able to find it because it was down in the ditch. Found um, it a little too late. Yeah. Mm. A witness came forward claiming he saw a man leaving the scene of the fire before... It all went crazy with a block and tackle like you use to rate to work on car engines. Um, and so they were they found the guy. He was identified. He was arrested. He had actually stole some stuff. He stole the block and tackle. So he actually didn't have Oops. supposedly anything to do. He just had really, really phenomenally bad timing. Right. <laughs> when he committed his crime. Um, Is this where the thing came from? Where you... The cops are saying, like, see something, say something right. because of this, yes. because everyone yeah. said something like too this. late. Yeah. yeah. So they were back at the site a few months later and the snow had melted by then. And the littlest one, Sylvia, found this hard um, rubber object on the ground and I actually had to look these up. It was it was about this big and cylindrical and had a... Um, cover kind of was enclosed on the bottom and it had kind of open spots around the edge on the top and jenny recalled hearing the thud on the Mm -hmm. in the roll on the roof and so she took it and took it to george and george had it identified as a napalm pineapple bomb now, when you look this up, most of the time, most articles say it was used during Korea and Vietnam. It's used heavily during Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it was created in the early 1940s. And the mm-hmm. first time they were used was in World War II. They just weren't used very much. So 
Um, so somebody that has experience building these bombs, which would place somebody probably back then mm-hmm. in the military. Or someone brought them home or something. Yeah. Somebody oh. in the military or associated mm-hmm. with the military. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, everything kind of calms down. They don't know what to do. Then they start getting information about sightings of the children. So a woman claimed to have seen the missing children peering from a passing car while the fire was in progress, but she couldn't get anybody's attention because everyone was focused on the fire. So they tried to chase that down. Nothing happened. I'm beginning to wonder, did anybody have a voice? The day? I know, right? Well, I think it was that everyone was so focused on shouting for the kids, thinking they were in the bedrooms upstairs. Right. That I my thing. You know, she couldn't, yeah, she couldn't get him to pay attention to her. Um, I know, I need a spoon. (laughs) A woman operating a tourist stop between Fayetteville and Charleston, around 50 miles west, claimed to have served the children breakfast. She did call this in. Um, She even gave them the, the tag number on the car. It was a Florida tag. They never could chase them down. But again, you're asking police to yeah. do this who have already shown they don't have they an interest well. in solving the crime. Well, on top of that too, back then they didn't have the interaction between no. between the different, you know, no. entities basically. And then, it's interesting that you said... My cup's got a pee on it. <laughs> what? What? My cup's got we a got, pee we on got it. We got Goodwill and I didn't realize that it had a pee on like, it. I was looking like, what the hell's in my cup? Nope, that's a pee. <laughs> There's pee in your cup. There's a pee right there. There's not in your cup. Oops. Okay. Um, But in Florida, which this comes out later with Karen Silkwood stuff, is that's where they actually have the military. um, The armament. No, it's it's a training facility that is a hush hush thing where they actually trained. Uh, different police force and agencies. They'd go in there and they'd learn how to do wiretapping, all the illegal crap oh, shit. that was okay. all involved with the Karen Silkwood things. But yeah. that's where they were training mercenaries is out of Florida. Oh, jeez. So the fact that it said Florida yeah. just pinged in my head. They were training mercenaries in Florida? Oh, yeah. They still are, honey. Yeah. 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 So Our government is. Hoorah. Her butt's vibrating. Hold on. It's my husband. Hi, honey. Call you back. Um, a woman in a Charleston hotel saw the children's photos in a newspaper, called in, said she had seen four out of the five at a hotel that week with two women and two men of Italian descent. Hmm. And she tried to talk to the children and they, the adults got very hostile with her and forced her away and would not let her talk to the kids. Um, and then the Sodders finally got tired of waiting around for someone else to do their job, and they decided to start investigating themselves. They contacted the FBI. They got a personal letter from J. Edgar, who said, I would love to be of service, but the local police has to ask for my help. And we have your phones tapped. And of course, you know. If they were. Police said, no, we're Hoover. fine. That's Hoover. We know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it was so hard to concentrate when I was reading this because all I could think of is Hoover being a crossdresser. What? <laughs> he was. No. You didn't know that? No. He was sitting in the White House in the Oval Office with silk lingerie yes. on under his suits. Yes. Hey, whatever floats his little There's photos. No. 
You need to go. <laughs> and she's Googling. And she's gone. I really, I really I'll come back here in a little bit. Hunter, she needs a spoon. I need a spoon. I can't get my alcohol. <laughs> she's so, not sucking hard enough. <laughs> well, it's ice. I don't want the brain freeze. No, that's true. Um, they did have some agents give them their number and say, you know, if anything changes and you can get the police, local police to cooperate, call us and we'll come down. So they turned to a private investigator named C.C. Tinsley. Um, he was the one that discovered that the insurance salesman was part of the jury for mm-hmm. the inquest um, that He's deemed the fire was accidental. Um, he also found out that the dear fire chief, F.J. Morris, confided in an unnamed source. And this is the grossest thing I've ever heard. Um <laughs> He discovered, he told this source that he discovered a heart in the ashes, which he hid in a dynamite box and buried at the scene. Okay, so they found a heart. That's what Morris is saying. He found a heart. He didn't want to scare the family. But everything else burned. But everything, yeah. So he buried it It at the scene. So was that J. Edgar Hoover as a crossdresser? No. 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 I love you, Carmen. <laughs> Is that it? I'm going to get some more alcohol. That's him, yeah, on the other side, in his little camisole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, oh I told you guys God. this was going to be a long ride. Okay. <clears throat> so, Tinsley oh persuaded God. Morris to show him where he buried the heart. Uh-huh. And they dug it up. And Tinsley <gasps> took it straight to a local funeral director who looked at it and goes... No, that's not a heart. That's a liver. It's a beef liver. From a cow. From a cow. Moo. And so <laughs> they can only figure out. Or he had told others later that the heart had not been found in the fire. A heart and liver. Like nothing alike. Um, nothing. But that he buried the beef liver in hopes that finding any remains would cause the solders to call off the investigation. Uh-huh. Not so. We all know this guy's an idiot because that would not do it. Yeah, yeah, because you don't um, know the difference between a heart and a liver. George went a little crazy, which you can imagine. Um, he saw a newspaper photo of some school children in New York City, and he was convinced one of them was Betty. He drove to Manhattan and tried to get access to the girl. Which, of course, he was turned away. Yeah, I'm sure that went well. That went wonderfully. Hi, I'm a creepy guy from West Virginia, and I want to see that young lady right there. Right. Finally, in August 1949, they they hired um, a D.C., Washington, D.C. pathologist named Oscar Hunter, who performed an excavation of the site. The proper excavation. Mm -hmm. Miss Archaeology. And they uncovered a lot of small objects, uh, coins. <laughs> and this was just like, when it was presented in the article, it was like, oh, they found this, 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 and this. And oh, by the way, they found some vertebrae. I was like, what? They found what? <laughs> and so. Human? Human? Was it humans? It human? It was humans? It was humans? Um, so they sent them to the Smithsonian. And this is what the report from the Smithsonian says. I'm going to paraphrase some of it because it's a little... Please do, Professor, because we're about to fall asleep. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
Well, that's because you're drunk. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I'm not drunk, and I'm. This is making me sleepy. Her espresso really? is making her but sleepy. This is making me sleepy. So the human bones were four lumbar vertebrae belonging to the same individual. They were fused, which made part the transverse portions were fused, which would have put the death at 16 or 17 years. Um, the top age limit would have been about 22, which did not fit with any of the kits. Um, they did acknowledge that it is possible occasionally for a 14-year-old boy to appear as a 16 or 17-year-old boy, but it was in this aspect, it was rare for that to happen. Hmm. So they said the bones were not part of any of the children. Plus, that's all they found was four vertebrae. So I would think they would have found a femur and a couple other things yeah. if they were going to find they didn't that. Date they date them didn't. or anything? They didn't date them. They're but everything was burnt up. The assumption. <laughs> when did they start carbon dating things like that? Uh, sometime around there, I think. I don't know. I have to look that up. Hmm. Um, they, when he felt, when they, when everything collapsed in, George went and bought a bunch of fill dirt mm-hmm. and filled up the hole. He put five feet of dirt on top of the hole. And that fill dirt came from a location very close to an old cemetery. Oh, yeah. And so, so I know, even... poor guy. Wow. So, um... He got himself in more trouble doing this, but they think that those vertebrae came from that cemetery. Oops. Oh, my God. It, bar- it dug up some folks. This story yep. is pretty wild, Amy. It is. I'm telling you. That's why I was like, I'm doing this on our man. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> so um, the report from the Smithsonian was important enough to bring up some hearings in Charleston, which didn't amount to anything. They just said, there's no way to solve this. Case is dead. The family erected a billboard along Highway 16 and passed out flyers, offering first a $5,000 reward and then later bumped it to ten. dollars um, They did receive some hints here and there. Like at one point, they got a letter saying that um, the oldest missing daughter was living in a convent in St. Louis. George went, could not, did not, it didn't pan out. Um, a tip from Texas came where a patron in a bar overheard two... Italians discussing things, and it was a very crim- a poor, supposedly a very incriminating conversation um, about a Christmas Eve fire in West Virginia. But no, no law enforcement would do anything about it. Um, there was a tip from Florida saying the children were staying with a distant relative of Jeannie's. Which, what? When they tell her? I mean, unless they were in on it yeah and then george traveled to every tip to investigate but never found anything that's so sad Um, i can't even imagine doing that but this this is the one that really blew me out of water 1968 20 plus years after the fire Jeannie went to get the mail and found an envelope that had it was addressed only to her postmarked kentucky with no return address inside was a photo of a man in his mid-20s the man had the same um, eyes, same color eyes, same eyebrows, everything. Even had the same like little scar thing mm-hmm. in his eyebrow that one of their sons had. That would have been twenty at this in his twenties at this point. Oh wow! On the flip side was a handwritten note that said what they think: Louis Sauter, I love brother Frankie, L L I L boys, A nine O one. Three two or three five. They weren't sure. So, um, 
They hired a new PI and went to Kentucky. They never heard from the PI again. Yeah, I just ran off with their money. Uh, George yeah. finally passed away later in 1968. Um, he, Jeannie pulled a Winchester. She built a fence around the property, kept mm-hmm. adding on to the front of the house at the new property to keep people out. Um, and she basically became a hermit. Uh, she died in 1989. Dang. She made it a really long time. I was Probably one. just determined to find out what happened to her family. She stepped away from society. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have um, reason to live. Yeah. Don't have to after talk to anybody. after her death, they took down the billboard, but the family still gets tips and they still go and investigate if they can. But hmm. most of them know that they're never, never going to do it. The youngest child, Sylvia, was sixty nine in twenty twelve, and she is. Positive, her siblings did not die in the fire. I think I think everybody is. Everybody's positive they didn't die in the fire. A lot of people believe that they were kidnapped, and they were told if they ever go back to their family, or the family, or say anything, the family would be killed. And that's why they have Mm -hmm. they never came back and said, "Here we are." So they probably didn't do the whole twenty three thing. Twenty three. I'm just saying, that's how we found out I, I had a brother from I Vietnam. Was, but why aren't they doing it now? I, I don't know. I think. I would be on that like crazy. How do they know that the fire didn't get hot enough to just incinerate those So bones? it depends on the accelerant used, the type of right, fire. Yeah. Um, and they have to, it takes a lot of energy to get a fire hot enough to cremate. Right. I mean, it's a ton of energy and that just wasn't present in this fire okay i mean a 45 minute even they said it was probably around 400 degrees yeah something like that but not that's just insane far from the 2000 so yeah they were definitely kidnapped definitely kidnapped definitely but then wouldn't you get like older older like in your 50s or 60s and be like all right unless they were unless you got to think too with kidnapped victims they're brainwashed into yeah stockholder syndrome and and they don't even a lot of them don't remember they block that out so some of them were so young i'm sure that's what happened if they were brought up to do to be like that then they're not going to remember unless they go into like you know, and then the man they were defending, psychosis. Mussolini, goes off to basically crap his pants and end up dead just a few years after this whole thing happened. So, but did he Mussolini cross dress? Was- <laughs> did he? I would like to believe he did, <laughs> but probably not. We're looking at it. <laughs> he did commit suicide, though, didn't he? I don't know. No, he was, Mussolini, he insane, I'm thinking an he? opera singer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't study see, Italian. I put it, oh, I put no, it was on executed by firing squads. Yeah, let me see what oh. I found. There was something. Mussolini? Yeah. There was something. They should really weird. bring that back. The firing squad? Mm hmm. Yeah, there's what a couple. I'd like to shoot. Well, I don't know, but we never asked you what you were drinking. And now it's gone. Mine's an espresso martini. Yeah, they were executed. And Which were super crazy strong. It's super strong. It's coffee and vodka. They were bouncing when I got here. <laughs> and now it's just, we're all kind of like, eh. I'm oh, not no, bouncing. I'm it good. made me I'm sleepy. Just it did not make me hyper. It made me sleepy. I had gin and lemonade. That's and my go-to. She had whiskey. I had whiskey. And she's got a Bahama Mama. I got the frozen Bahama Mama that is pretty much just frozen right now. So... <laughs> I'm spoon 
spoon in it. Did you get Instead a spoon? Of sucking yeah. it. Yeah, he brought me one in. Did you miss that? Hope you totally missed Hunter. <laughs> wow. You were looking oh. up. You were looking Hunter, up pictures of we need a beer. It's too. It's. I'm gonna put my feet up. It's too quiet, y'all. We need to do something. We need some music. We don't want these people bored. Anywho, okay, so mine's actually not old. I mean, it I technically is, but... It's not JonBenet. No, God, okay. no. No. Poor <laughs> like, no, little JonBenet. <laughs> That's overkill, literally. Um, no, but it did happen, and actually, what's funny is... not funny, I guess, technically. Um, <laughs> tomorrow is the, is the 20th anniversary. Nice. Of the murder. Of what murder? And this is the murder of Rick and Susanna Wamsley. Wamsley? Wamsley. You That's know a it? name to grow up with. Or you just want to make fun of the name. Wamsley? I'm just going to, I'm going to reframe and let, in case there's any Wamsleys so, watching. And there could be because uh, Rick and Susanna actually are Was from Oklahoma. The- Really? Was it those things where you... Never mind, I can't even say it. It's so bad. They, I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> no, they God. met. Rick was going to OSU, and Susanna was going to the Christian College. Go folks. And yeah. I guess they went to high school That's what's wrong with the story. He went to OSU. You shut your face, <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, they knew each other Did in high school. Did he do school. it? Did he do it? Did he murder her? He died too. Oh, oh okay. gosh! That's well, why I said that murder face. But I bet it was his fault. I bet it was his fault. Yeah. Shut so, your face. Anywho, say something. Say something. <laughs> they met while they were going. Well, when they were in high school, but they didn't start dating until college. They ended up getting married, and he's an accountant. And they kind of jumped around, you know, with all these different jobs in the oil field and all of this. And then they ended up moving down to Texas. That's where it went wrong, right there. See? They yeah. moved to Texas. Never moved to Texas. And not just Texas, but Fort Worth area. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, My niece is moving there. Houston. Good yeah. God. So, yeah, they uh, he made really good money because he was working for oil companies and everything else, of course. Until the 80s. Um, Yeah. Well, no, this is after the 80s. Mm-hmm. He died in 2003. What did he do oh, okay. for the old company? He was an accountant. Oh, okay. So he, yeah, that was yeah, some of the So oh, accountants are weird um, anyways, you know? I mean, who wants to deal with numbers for the rest of their life? I deal with numbers every just day. Every day. Um, but you're not an accountant. No. And I just totally blank. It, it's Sorry. not so much. <laughs> you just measure, so you're really, really good about what eight inches is. Yeah. What? I missed something. What? I'm just gonna go right. I'm here. just gonna sit here and drink more whiskey. I'm listening. I'm listening I don't to have your any story. Alcohol no more. <laughs> like there's so much alcohol right here. It's all hot. Do you want some? You want to try my ice? Do you want some whiskey or some gin? She's got ice over here. It's like hot. I'm, I got frozen Bahama Mama going here. <laughs> Okay, so. There's some wine sorry, and I'll show alcoholics up. around here. There's some wine <laughs> from Texas. Nope. It has a twist top. It does. It has no a twist No cork top. for this one. <laughs> okay, so they moved. Are you guys listening? I'm yeah. listening. Damn. <laughs> they moved to the ritzier part of Mansfield. Had this big-ass home, which is still there. I looked it up. Somebody lives in it. I would love to know if it's haunted. <laughs> Um, but they I'd moved. love to know if they know that there was murder in the house. You know, and I, 
It's not that hard to find. I, it's literally, there's a documentary out, and it shows the actual address on the Every mailbox. Every house we looked at before we moved, I Googled the address. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, <laughs> it did take me a little bit to find it, but not much. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't take much digging at all. And on a few spots, we're like, know your neighbors and all that. Somebody on their post, oh, this is a murder house, blah, 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 blah. You know, so it's out there. Somebody stole them. Rude much. Damn. Which one? Was that you? That was Sheila. Sheila. Damn. Oh my God. We need, we need sound effects. <laughs> At least turn off your microphone. Okay. So. Nope. You gotta get the full effect of it. <laughs> I'm gonna give listening. you guys the mother look. Okay. I'm, you know what? Don't scare I'll me. just push my microphone away. Come on, Mom. So, On the evening of December 11, 2003, a 911 dispatcher received a hang-up call. And technically, it wasn't a hang-up call. The phone was found hanging from the couple's home. The up never happened. Yeah, the up never happened. It was just hanging. Um, So, yeah. So, they sent out a a goodwill check, basically. (laughs) And when they did... When the cops got there, they noticed one of the doors by the garage was open. It was hanging. It was hanging. And the front door was unlocked. I'm just, I'm going to wait. I'm just going to give them a minute. I'm crying. Because evidently they need to, they need a minute. We're waiting now, damn. It's kicked in. I can't. Let me breathe. All because I burped. My bad. <laughs> we are all 12 at heart. Just, <laughs> just accept it. Uh, I mean, hell, we're yep. fixing to be older here. And 85 on the boobs. Uh, My fake eyelashes are going to come off. <laughs> be hanging down like this. <laughs> going to be hanging. I'll never forget the time that I woke up and I looked over at Hunter and one of my eyelashes is on his cheek. <laughs> Until you're here and you're drinking. Okay. So. We're people. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm serious. The authorities arrive. (laughs) They find the father dead by the front door area. Uh, The mother, Susanna, is found dead on the couch, kind of crouched over. Um, Nothing's missing from the house. So, whoever it was wanted it to make it look like a robbery, but they found They got their wallet. They got their keys. Right. Uh, they have $15,000. Jewelry. In the safe? No, in their dresser. The oh, hell? that was stupid. It was stupid. Well, it did. They should have at least turned over a ring or two. I don't have $15 in my dresser. <laughs> <laughs> These people had $15,000 in their dresser. And they probably told everybody it was there, too. And it was easy enough to find. The cops found it in a search. Just boom, right there. I mean, it wasn't even in the sock. It wasn't I a guess, very good robbery you know. then. Um, so yeah, so they ruled out robbery. They're like, no, no, not robbery. I mean, the first clue should have been that she was stabbed on top of being shot. Mom and dad were both stabbed. It could have been a robbery though. She's burping over there again. 
Well, I turned it well, off. Well, but see, when somebody and gets... got interrupted. When somebody gets stabbed 18 times... That's passion. That's personal. That is mm-hmm. a personal thing. I mean, they were shot, but then they were stabbed. And I think they mm-hmm. said the stabbing was after they'd already died from the gunshot. And they then were they taking out just, some aggression there. Yeah, they were full aggression. Somebody hates these people. So... Some reports say they were stabbed 11. Other ones are saying they were both stabbed 18 times. It's like, mm-hmm. do you count 18? I mean, what are you doing? So they were both found this way, laying there basically in a puddle of blood. Um, and even this one says stabbed over 21 times. So I don't know how many times. What is funny about that, Amy? <laughs> she's just laying in her blood. <laughs> laying in her blood. And she's like. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking, you know, men, they can't, they can't find the holes. So they're just. They can't find them all to count them. But that's true. That's why they can't get the count right because they couldn't find. Anyway, no comment. Uh-huh. <laughs> now in Hunter, you're good. In Rick's fist, they found a clump of hair <laughs> from a head. Turn off your microphone. <laughs> this one. This head. Okay. On, from somebody else's. Okay. Um, for them, that's actually going to be the key later, of course. I mean, who's dumb enough? to? They found a hair clip next to the couch that wasn't mom's. And then they found a clump of hair in dad's hands. So, so now they, they had that, I guess. Yeah. No. They had two children at the time. One is an older daughter named Sarah. Sarah evidently was a problem child and had been kicked out of the house. I think I know a story. Was living in an apartment with some boyfriend. I think had a kid, you know, completely cut off. Now, the family have always told them, if you guys stay in college, we will pay for it, you know, and you can stay here free of charge, blah, 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 blah. So the younger brother went ahead and went to junior college. And so he was doing that and he worked some part-time job, um, at like a golf, a mini golf course thing. Well, later it was found out that he had quit his job or quit school mm-hmm. and pulled out of school because, you know, that, oh. yeah. <coughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So the family, or they had, you know, basically said, hey, you're, you're going to have to do this. Da, 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 da. Well, he starts dating this girl that he met through a friend of his. And they would all hang out at the local IHOP and play these card games, you know, like anime card games. That's mm-hmm. what they were all into. So they all had no lives. Set it at, at, at IHOP, playing card games. That sounds like a great time. I am. It honestly <laughs> does. I'm, I'm seeing my eyes to the life of that mother right now. Um, anywho, so they're all sitting there playing cards and, and doing all of this. And the next, you know, morning... They're looking for the son and daughter, which they had, I guess, had already talked to the daughter. They're looking for the son. He had been staying over at his girlfriend's house. And they put out an ATV, 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 whatever. ATV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying here. They put out the call. The looking, all points bulletin. Yes, thank you. Looking for a white Mustang because they had just bought him a brand new Mustang. Right. And so, lo and behold, here comes son rolling up with the girlfriend Going, what's going on? What happened? Uh-huh. What happened? Uh-huh. We don't know what's how we need. They know what happened. And they, of course, said, just meet us, meet us down at the station to be talked to, blah, blah, blah. 
So they went to the station, they talked, they said, well, we've been in with friends all night. We've had, you know, her best friend was there and this other guy friend was there and they all collaborated their alibi. So they're like, okay, well. Sure they did. Nancy Grace would be all over the show, right? <laughs> God. So they were like, okay, fine. Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Sister had an alibi too. So now they're trying to figure out what's going on. Months later, things kind of kept coming up. <clears throat> now this one girl that was hanging out with them, who was her the girlfriend's best friend had problems at home and had moved in with her. She was a lesbian. This sounds like Maury Povich. It's maybe. Yeah. So maybe, Amy. Okay, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Nothing against lesbians. That was that nothing. That was lesbian. I'm just sitting over here drinking my whiskey. I'm like, I'm she like has the word. sharp eyes. You're like, <laughs> I'm out of alcohol. <laughs> so rock of alcohol. It's got to have something with it, and I ain't drinking it like that. Sorry, go ahead, yeah, Tanya. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Mom. We're listening. So, this girl had problems, got moved out of her house, moved in with this other girl, and they became like little besties, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're such good friends. And she made her this little thing that says, best friends forever, like a whole a whole page in the yearbook together on their senior year bought out a whole page just to say how much she was her best friend and she'll always be best friends and i'll always be there for you and blah 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 yeah she'll always be there all right so i'm guessing cellmates bs no okay not not quite um So, you know, the cops were, were still talking and everything, and they volunteered to give DNA testing and everything. Because remember, Dad had the hair. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It was Bestie's hair. <gasps> Bestie's hair. I knew it. Bestie's hair. So, it turns out... The she attacked them. best friend was in on it, but they were all three in on it. <gasps> oh. Yeah. That's why they all cooperated. So I knew the it. The son was upset because, you know, basically, yeah, mom and dad are getting mad because you're not going to school. Over. Your free ride's getting ready to end. You're dating this chick who's not working either, and you guys are sitting around playing cardio cards at IHOP mm-hmm. all night long. During this little stay at IHOP, Sorry, I hit the mic. During this little stay at IHOP, they're conjuring this whole thing. So not only were they playing these little anime card games, they were plotting a murder. <laughs> Nothing like last minute. <laughs> Actually, it was it wasn't, it was thought out. So the nighttime <laughs> the nighttime IHOP manager was coaxed into buying them a gun. Now they told him, oh, this is Yep. They're so, in college, right? Well, we, we see you in here every night. Yeah, I'll yeah. buy you a gun. So he's, he needed money. He was like, you know, this young Spanish guy had a kid, 22 years old, didn't make a lot of money, needed money. They're like, hey, we'll pay you $200 extra if you will buy us this gun just for gun practice. So they took this gun what and was practicing. They practiced on their parents. At their friends, their parents' friends' farm. They went and practiced shooting guns out there. And so one of the times that that mom and dad were driving back with sister from horseback riding, they were driving and all of a sudden it sounded like a rock hit the car, hit their Jeep. Mm-hmm. And so dad pulled over and lo and behold, it was a bullet hole. Oh, geez. That hit their car. So they reported it. First thing mom did was call her son because she thought she saw him driving behind them in the white Mustang. 
Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. This was all before they were murdered. So, <laughs> so these kids are like, That okay, damn stupid. We're just going <laughs> to drive up behind them in the car they bought. Yep. <laughs> and shoot at this. And shoot at them. They were shooting at the gas tank because they thought it would explode. What so, was this? So these kids, 2003, are stupid. I, I mean, like, idiots. Mike, I'm sorry. And idiots. And they were in college. Well, um, he dropped out. There you go. He was, he was, Don't he was drop out of 19, college. you know, <clears throat> dropped out. Anyway, he still could have bought a gun without having to. Yeah. But then he attached to his name. Oh, yeah. So they got well, this, hell, poor they're little, enough already. this poor little IHOP dude is now entangled. And illegal, into, no matter, I'm sure. No, because he was a manager, so he couldn't have been okay. illegal. He he they, yeah. at that point. So yeah, they they cahoots this. this he could have been illegal. This poor guy into buying a gun. <laughs> he couldn't have been illegal and buy a gun anyway. Well, I mean, I guess you could around. Yeah, that. I guess. but I mean, this Depends was where you got it from. This was registered to this this guy's name. Poor guy. Let's see, damn. So well, he shouldn't have been a dumbass and was like, yeah, I'll buy you kids a gun. He, sure, he wanted the money. So uh, I, there's better ways to get money. So, yeah, he was never at the murder scene, but he was convicted and is serving time. He served time in prison over this. Well, don't be an idiot. So, yeah, he buys he buys the gun. (laughs) They go. They do the practice first trying to shoot the car. And then evidently girlfriend got pissed off because it didn't work out the way they thought it would. That they would just kill him. They blow up. they'd, They'd be fine. What did the girlfriend what what skin did the girlfriend have in the game here? Oh, because she thought. She was going to be with him and inherit all the money because the parents are worth money. There's a million dollar life insurance policy on the parents. Yeah. Wow. And the kids get it. Wow. Plus the house. They said the house was worth one point five million. I looked it up the other day on Zillow. It's like five hundred thousand. The money's not worth it. Yeah. So there was an estate, a couple of million in estate and assets and everything else that was there. So they were thinking, oh, we're going to live high off the hog. We're going to have all this money. Mom and dad are going to be dead. They'll never be able to trace it back to us. So the DNA is in this girl's hand. So she gets arrested. One hundred. <laughs> That's why I'm slowly curling up in a ball over here. So I don't knock something over. Cause... And I've had the most to drink. She's not going to off. <laughs> it came out. It came out. Dun, dun. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> subpar equipment. Okay. I'm just joking. <laughs> and she is only talking about the microphone. <laughs> damn, damn, boo boo. That's the only slide. thing that's subpar. <clears throat> Where did I leave off? Okay, so yeah, this girl, this guy, and the bestie. So the bestie gets arrested, and they know it's not just her. There's just no. What's her motive? Literally, she doesn't know these people. Right. Well, the parents, of course, did not approve of this other girl that he's dating. So she's already pissed off because parents are like, "No, she doesn't. You can do better than that piece of white trash." Blah blah blah. She's only blue collar. And that's really what they said in one of the caller. One of the things was, you know, she came from a blue collar area. Oh, which is the working man, of course. Oh my god. <laughs> um and no they were lasagna for her. Yeah, they were considered we <laughs> are all fucked up. They were considered <laughs> upper class, right? So, uh. 
So, yeah, I could see I would see the stabbing probably coming from her because mm-hmm. at that point, you know, mom and dad have both said you're a skank. Yeah. So I could see the 18 stab wounds after. Yeah. Kind of thing. I think I came from the son. Mm, I think I came from the girlfriend because they were called so her a skank. I'm, I'm thinking girlfriend. I think maybe she's, she helped him, but I think. Oh, she's 100 percent involved. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she but was I actually. Think the best she's came hair. from. I think the, the boyfriend. But it was, I think the was, son shot him, but then she went after him with a knife. I think so, too. Sure. I think hers was more. She want to make damn sure you're dead. So you what know? happened mm-hmm. to these kids? Um, so well, she's you're trying to get there. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm she keeps breaking equipment. She keeps burping. I can't hear Anywho. Sorry. So that the sorry, mom. best friend's hair has been found. She is in jail. Mm-hmm. So they're Good. like, we will keep you from the death penalty if you roll over these two. That's what so I'm saying. She Fire did. Squad. She did. She rolled over. She's like, this is what happened. And da, 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 da. And the besties sorry. forever just sold her bestie out and said, yeah, she's the one that came up with this plan. Blah, blah, blah. This is what we did. They actually had her. They were trying to get her to do the murder. Not them at all. Oh, that's evil. Just her. They so tried to set up the bestie. They tried to set up the bestie. They had her wait in the house one night. She stayed in the closet for hours and hours and hours until they'd fallen asleep and then left out and says, I can't do it. And oh then they, the girlfriend got really pissed off about it and was like, you know, you've got to do this because I'm pregnant with his baby and blah, 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 blah. Which she was not pregnant. <sighs> but she was using that so to try to, you know, I need you that. to I need you to do this so we can have this for the baby. I'm so, just saying, if you're friends with people that are like, yeah, let's kill this person. I mean, I, it's time for you to leave. You know, I, so make yeah, an they, excuse. I got to go get gas. They all three go get in. gas for the getaway vehicle. Right. They all three <laughs> go in and they and they do this murder thing. <clears throat> and. It's even said that dad, while he, because he fought, mom didn't fight, she kept, or didn't fight, she was caught off guard. Mm-hmm. Dad, they think, was upstairs and hurt because there was a shot in the bed, headboard above his head area. And they think he reacted and tried to get downstairs and get out and fight. And then that's where he got the hair and, you know, the hair and the off the head and all this. Now, remind, remember, the other clip was found by mom's body, which is what mm-hmm. makes me think the, the girlfriend. girlfriend did the stabbing, too. But I'm like, I'm take my hair off. It's like taking off your earrings in your high heels so you can get into a fight, right? So <laughs> that that's all I'm seeing. <laughs> I know, right? Hold on. I got this, bitch. Don't Hold hit on. me yet. Um, so um, the dad was hurt saying, why are you doing this? We can help you. We can help you. Blah, blah, blah. But they still continued to murder him. And so uh, they... Fast forward, they turned him over, they went into jail, and you can still see the girlfriend's like, I don't know why I'm arrested and why I'm here. In one of the actual documentaries, it's like, oh my and God, please. Brilliant person. Bitch, you know. I gotta watch the documentary. Oh, you have yes. to, because she's oh like, my God. I don't know why they've arrested. I haven't done anything. I'm so innocent. The, her name was Bubbles in high school. They nicknamed her Bubbles. What the fuck? After the Powerpuff Girls, the little fat blondie with the pony. Yeah. Yeah, Anyway, (laughs) that was her nickname was Bubbles because she was always so cheery. It's like, oh, I hate you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. I know. So, anywho. So, they get them in jail. I'm appalled at that nickname. (laughs) Not even going to tell you mine. Nobody gets the death penalty. At this point, which is in Texas, a huge thing. I know they didn't get death penalty, but they're all three in prison. They're all three serving, serving time with no, I mean, 
I hope Bubbles gets yeah. hers. I mean, <laughs> and I agree. I think I, I think bet Bubbles been popped in prison though. <laughs> Bubbles, yeah, saying. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, surprised I'm pretty sure the Bubble governor would. that what's his name again? Abbott, right? Well, he wasn't governor. At this, this is in 2003. Uh, this is 20 years. This tomorrow is literally the 20th anniversary of the murder. <laughs> Firing squad. Yeah. So okay. firing squad. They have been talking about bringing that back. They Texas. should. They seriously should. Somebody pops up and says, look at this. And the rest of them go, ah, it's too messy. Yeah, but yet we're still arguing over the death penalty of shooting somebody up with some drugs. Yeah, we're lethal injection. It's like, oh, but it, they, they suffered. Did they? I don't care. No, drip it slower. Why don't we give them propofol and then? Why can't we hang them? If that's the concern, why don't we legit put them to sleep first and then give it? Why don't we have a good old public hanging like they used to? I think if they're a pedophile, she's straight up with their (laughs) didn't she? I mean, we were talking murder. She went to the next class up. back in the day. Not that I would take the children, but (laughs) hey, no, I am. I am down. mm, No. Why? You're why? Down for a good old why do we? <laughs> why do we keep paying for these people to stay in jail if they for have as long mass as they, yes. murdered? Mm-hmm. When I, you know, and the thing gets me, which right now I really want to go interview the one that's still alive from the steakhouse murders here in Oklahoma City, um, but that's all my true crime stuff because um, she's in uh, Bassett right now, I believe. I do want to interview her. But other than that, why are we keeping these people on death row for so long? I don't know. Firing squad. I keep on saying it. Now, do I think maybe not guilty that, that have been put in there? I agree with that. I believe there are there are screw ups <laughs> or like in Virginia. So other mm-hmm. people could get. But set if you up. have a person that's like 100 percent guilty and they have been exactly. on a lot of death admits. row for like yeah. more than yeah. a year, I say fucking but kill them. Exactly. Good God. I mean, OK, so in the they other did murder, something horrible to get themselves there anyways. The other murder I was going to talk about, which I'll go back Fire to that here squad. in a minute. No, no, you're fine. They should have killed him. But you want us to wrap it up. Okay. A minute. So <laughs> the twist with this story, too, is honestly the bad sister that was so bad. Oops. Had nothing to do. Had with nothing it. to do with it. And they were actually plotting the sister's murder as well. Holy shit. Because she but was kid. she was going to get half. Of the inheritance. Remember that. So the son, like, fooled everybody mm-hmm. for his entire life. The Good Son. That's what it's... One of the books out is actually called The Good Son. It's terrifying. He was the one that was in the house, that was getting all this stuff. And this girlfriend and everything decided they wanted uh, more. So they were going to kill the sister as well. Because men are yep. stupid. Them bad kids always get the rap for everything. Yep. It turned out to be one of the good ones. They don't hide it. Oh, Sheila. That's the only I thing. Am. The bad kids don't hide it. That's they, it. The, the rest, they're fooled. Your hands are cold. And so, yeah, they're still no. serving time in prison. And, of course, what they try to appeal. I remember I read something one time. My brother showed oh, me this. Yeah. And it was like, it said the black sheep of the family is the one <laughs> that is the most authentic. Mm-hmm. Because they're not hiding it. You don't have the black sheep. I don't know. My oldest sister is a fucking nutcase. Like, good God. Firing squad. Now, I will say the other (laughs) the other murder I almost talked about tonight did happen on Christmas Eve. And it's more and more recent. It was it was around the early 2000s. I think it was 2002. Um, But dad 
was molesting the daughters. And mm-hmm. so when the oldest daughter got to a certain age, she's like, look, if I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Just don't do that to my younger sister. But when the younger sister got to a certain age, he did it anyway. So mm-hmm. then they went to mom and said, hey, this is what's going on. And mom kicked him out, did divorce, the whole nine yards. He went to jail. He got out as a non-flight risk and moved oh in with his dad or his mother and his brother two hours away. Well, then he decides he's going to convince his brother to, to drive him to their house on Christmas Eve. <clears throat> and during that morning when mom was getting breakfast and stuff done, he walks in and shoots mom. Then he goes upstairs and shoots both girls. Now, oh my God. the trick thing with this, the oldest was like 20, 21 Because nothing is going to happen to him for doing that. I mean. He didn't want them to. He was going to court in January for to be prosecuted over the molestation and rape. So he, he, he killed. Going away. He killed the witnesses. The witnesses. He knew he was and going then, away. Yeah. He was But then he by did. that point they have statements and depositions and already. everything already done. But it doesn't matter because they were dead. So he couldn't be prosecuted for it. He did get prosecuted That's for murder. Change. Mm-hmm. But he could not but the judge would not remove the allegations. Like right. normally they'll take it off, but he would he refused. No, but well, good. Has, good. It's, good a direct, it's a yeah. direct motive for the murder, so he didn't have to. But here is the most screwed up part. I have to tell this part because it's insane. The 21-year-old had a baby and she was having problems with a boyfriend. So the dad actually tried to pin it on him. Mm. Tried to pin it on her boyfriend. Wow. When dad shot the oldest girl, she had that child in her arms, a nine-month-old baby, mm. and she shielded. And they, when they went in and found the bodies, they found that baby screaming and crying. The baby had been there for 28 hours laying underneath the dead mother's body. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they rushed the child to the hospital and she survived. And then they found out whose father. Is she still alive today? No, it was the boyfriend's. It really was the boyfriend's. Or 2002, right? Yeah. And he's in jail. Yeah. But he, yeah, Mm. he went in and just shot him. What the hell is wrong with people today? I'll say it again. I know. It's Good like, old fashioned hanging. Yeah. What the hell? Firing squad. It's like, Merry Christmas. I gave birth to you. Then That's I raped insane. you. And now I've shot you in the head. I mean, and it was what all the hell? execution People style. are so messed up. So, yeah. Merry Christmas, y'all. The next ones will be better. I promise. <sighs> Watch your family members. Uh, let's see. Our next one is the Fright Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yes. So we so, got to decide what horror movies we want to do. Yeah. So our next one, guys, we're going to be talking movies. about. Scary movies. Yes. Scary movies based off. The Christmas. Live actual can I do Grimlins? things. Can I, watch, <laughs> can I watch Krampus? Well, we'll talk. You can, but we're going to talk about those on our 22nd show mm-hmm. on the December 22nd. And that one is. Because that's, that's the. The dark side of Christmas. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. dark side of Christmas. And that's when we talk about Krampus and then the witchy one that other folklores that have to do that's centered around the holidays that aren't cheerful. You know, like Elf on a Shelf did something by himself kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so join us then. Until then, we're going to probably keep evidently burping and drinking a little hey, bit more. Knocking off microphones and talking and about hanging people. Go yeah, home, it's got to come I, out. I'm exhausted now. I, wore I haven't laughed out. that much in a long time. She's like... <laughs> 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 so thank you guys uh, for not coming. <laughs> but you'll see it later because you always do. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next Sunday. 
Are we dress? We're dressing up next Sunday, though, right? Is it next? Are we? Next one? No, the last ones were in pajamas. Aren't we? It's like the pajama Christmas party or something. Shit, I don't don't know. know. I thought I don't want to dress up next week because I don't know what to. I mean, stay tuned because it's going to be like. We're going to pick a horror movie and then we're going to have to dress up like a horror oh, we movie. Can, no, we could do pajamas next we time. We can talk about this okay. after. Okay, he's telling us <laughs> to hurry up. Bye. <laughs> See ya. We're going to make Hunter happy now. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>